For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. We have an amazing, amazing, amazing show in store for you. I know I always say that, but I'm saying it extra special this time because there is someone in the studio with me today whom I love dearly and uh, who is going to rock your world. So um, stay tuned and I will introduce her shortly. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe... Okay, okay, I confess. No matter what you're after in life, getting what you want always boils down to at least a little bit of divine intervention. But then, I'm talking about yours, not mine. Bada boom, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Having a little bit of fun with us today, I think reminding us of our own divine nature. And that... You know, when we're really looking to manifest something, when we're really looking to bring something new, different, or, or just something uh, that we really want into our life, it, it's, it's more than just taking all the steps. It's more than just, you know, coming up with the plan and executing it, that, that there's a, a deeper essence within us that gets called forward. And it's about lining up our energy, lining up our divinity to what it is that we're really looking to, to, to pull into this world and, and uh, share and manifest. So, uh, <laughs> and so uh, that, that's what I believe this quote is really all about. It's, it's really about recognizing within ourselves sort of our own innate superpowers, our own innate divine abilities, um, and to realize that, you know, there's a lot more, a lot more to bringing things into being than just taking the steps. So thank you, universe. We appreciate the reminder. Uh, let's see what Abraham has for us today. Uh, kind of very in alignment quote, I think. You are extensions of non-physical energy, taking thought beyond which it has been before, and through contrast, you will come to conclusions or decision. And once you align with your desire, the energy that creates worlds will flow through you, which means enthusiasm and passion and triumph. That is your destiny. 
Abraham. Ooh, a destiny quote. Um, wow. Like, <laughs> so uh, the, these two very much in alignment, very wonderful quotes uh, today, and uh, really about the same thing. That is how we are more than just this physical body. We are more than just what we see in the mirror. And, and, and when we experience contrast, when we experience those things that help us to crystallize really what we want, what we want to do, what we want to experience, what we want to have, that then we, we go beyond what we thought. We, we move forward. We come up with new ideas and new ways of doing things that we never even thought of. And, and when that, that energy is called forth and we align with that desire, that's what they say is the energy that creates worlds. I mean, we are such, such powerful creators. And, and when we align up with this desire, this enthusiasm, this passion, like then we truly are creating our destiny that's when we truly are our own divine intervention uh, and 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 these quotes really are all about that it's all about how we create how we are powerful beyond measure and how we can really do amazing things that we never thought we were even capable of. And I can definitely attest to that just through my own life and through the amazing, amazing people that I know. One of which, just one, amazing person who I have in studio today, my dear, dear friend and fellow Evolutionary Business Council member, Lisa Marie Platsky. Now, Lisa Marie left her action-packed life as a federal law enforcement officer after 9-11 to become the CEO of the international leadership development company Upside Thinking, Inc., an award-winning leadership expert recognized by the White House, the Small Business Administration. She is the founder of Design Your Destiny. See, that destiny word is, we're going to get a lot of that today. Design Your Destiny Live, a three-day leadership experience held in Manhattan Beach, which is in California, not in Manhattan, in January for the past 11 years. She delivers high-energy presentations using her seven steps. Leadership model centered on connection, positioning, uh, executive presence. Past clients include the Department of Homeland Security, Honeywell, National Association of Realtors, AFLAC, the Federal Regulatory Commission, PG&E, and Perry Ellis, just to name a few. Since 2005, she has mentored over 10,000 mission-driven transformational leaders to grow a bigger vision, create a meaningful brand, and position their expertise so they increase their impact and influence. An international best-selling author in five countries, probably more by now, I bet. Lisa Marie has written seven books. I didn't even realize it was seven, including Connection, The New Currency, and Turn Possibilities into Realities. And it is my pleasure to welcome her to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Sam. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm thrilled that we finally uh, got you in here today. It's wonderful. And thank you for coming up from D.C. I really do appreciate you traveling. Oh, it's, it's an honor and truly humbling experience to be here with you. <laughs> And if I can reiterate, yeah. or amazing, amazing, amazing you, I, I would, <laughs> I would, I'd travel much further than Washington D.C. to New York. Aww. 
Thank you, darling. So, Thank you. Yeah. So, so I got to ask you, and I mean, I know a little bit, but you know, for our audience, I mean, you you've had such an incredible life. I, I have to ask you, you know, you. <laughs> How did you become a federal law enforcement officer? And like, what happened that shifted you out of that, that mode, that career? That's a great question. It's a great question because I don't know that it was a decision <laughs> that I have this big, mm-hmm. had this big aha that I was going to go into federal law enforcement. Really? I was really kind of clueless, Sam. I, I, really? When I graduated from the academy and they handed me the badge and credentials i was like oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> like i i'm actually on the job wow. it was it was not uh, i mean i was it, not conscious <laughs> you were, got it but i mean was, was, were one of your parents in law no, enforcement didn't know anyone really? didn't know anyone in law enforcement i this is going to sound crazy i was mm. sitting on the, the steps of my my the place that I grew up. Mm-hmm. My mom had a friend over. Her son said he was majoring in criminal justice. I said, that sounds interesting. Oh, okay. And I chose that as my major. Wow. And I will share that I was thinking this was going to be like an episode of Charlie's Angels, <laughs> 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 which it wasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and I also was completely unaware of all the things. But between you and me, mm-hmm. what, I, what I really believe, and all listeners... What I believe is that I grew up calling the police for domestic violence incidents, sometimes uh, as a child. And so law enforcement in watching shows growing up, like Murder, say, She Wrote yeah. and 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 I was going to say Law and Order, <laughs> a lot of episodes of Law and Order. Just, well, it, it, the, there was a good guy. Yeah. And yeah. for me, there, I'm sure there's a small part yeah. deep inside sure. me that had that calling to be of service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if and again, if you've had your own positive experiences right. with them, right, they make it, then it's a great role model. Yeah, wow. yeah. So that, that you know, but, but people always want, what, what is the, like, why law enforcement? You know, yeah. was it the uniform? Was it to somebody? <laughs> you know, did you have a family member? Did you, what was it? And really, I, it, it wasn't. And, and that's the conscious part, is that yeah. as I look yeah. at, sort of the awakening that I had. I went, oh, well, that's kind of natural that I ended up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think that's a good point for people to consider that, you know, sometimes we make decisions very unconsciously, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're bad decisions. Yeah. You know, sometimes just by putting one foot in the front of the other and just following where life takes you, it takes you to amazing places far beyond what we planned and, and can really give us an incredible life. So then what was it? I mean, I know like nine 11 was a big event. It was a big event for many people, especially here in New York city. But what was it that got you to finally say like, you know what? I think I'm done with this part of my life and I want to do something else. I really wasn't. That's a whole other oh, thing. I really wasn't. Okay. I loved law enforcement. I okay. lo- I had a huge transformation. Oh. It was it was really the element that allowed me to be conscious. Oh. Because I was not excelling on the job. Guys didn't want to work with me. Um, I had long blonde hair. I had red, white, and blue nails. Um, <laughs> I was in New York. I thought I was, you know, <laughs> cute. It was, yeah. And... The guys, I struggled. And I hadn't, in my previous career in banking, I didn't have those struggles. 
So this for uh, me was wait, really you in banking before prior you to law enforcement. Uh, you know, I, my first job was as a bank teller. Really? And then, <laughs> and then I worked for Chemical Bank for like five years before. And then I was in banking for like the first seven years of my career. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I loved, I worked in a credit union. It was in Allentown, ah, Pennsylvania. I loved okay. it. Did the bank teller, did yeah. loan office, did did a couple different okay. uh, positions. Lo- I rose to the ranks of head teller. Is ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it was very exciting. I really, okay. really did but love nothing it. Nothing like law enforcement. Nothing like law enforcement. And so I taught at the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center after 9-11. I developed curriculum for the Department of Homeland Security. I loved, loved the work. And my husband was also in the agency, Mm -hmm. and he proposed at St. Patrick's Cathedral the day after Christmas. Yes. Ooh, day after Christmas. Nice. Many years ago. And he... And I thought we would both just continue to live our lives the way mm-hmm. they were. He, when I was working in the New York area, he was in D.C. Then uh, I worked in Georgia okay. and Texas. And so I was just going to keep right on going, Sam. It was mm-hmm. going to be perfect. And friends of mine said, you know, usually people who get married live in the same household. <laughs> <laughs> usually. Usually. Yeah. That's usually what happens. Right. So I wasn't planning on leaving. Yeah. And it was because of marriage. Oh, marriage. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So I looked for something, police academies and oh. had other opportunities and opening a business. I loved leadership. Oh. Fell in love with leadership. I see. I see. So it was really just sort of the natural extension of kind of uh, uh, going through what you went through in the academy. And then it was like, OK, uh, I'm not going to keep traveling around. I want to be in a place. But it's like, what do I do? Well, let me just teach what I'm passionate right. about. Yeah, I see. I yeah. see. OK, good, good, good. All right. Now we've set the stage. OK. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we're going to come back, then we're going to talk about this leadership, transformational stuff and how that all kind of came about and developed and and, and where this whole idea for uh, Design Your Destiny Live came from, okay? Thank you. Wonderful. Yes. So everybody, please stay tuned. Ooh, lots of uh, people on Facebook. Welcome to the show. Marina, Jonathan, uh, Sanaya, Zena, Catherine. Ooh, I can't see the other one. Frank, thank you all for joining us. Remember, please, if you're enjoying this interview, please share it with your friends. And if you have any comments or questions, uh, just type it in the comments section of the video and we'll definitely get to it during the show today. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? 
Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, and we're talking this hour with Lisa Marie Platsky, uh, international best-selling author, fellow member of the Evolutionary Business Council, and creator of Design Your Destiny. Did I say, say that right? Design Your Destiny Live, I guess. Um, okay, so you left the, the force and uh, you know started doing leadership training and how did you um, start to, uh, uh, I don't know how, it, how I want to say this, uh, to, to from, from leadership sort of integrate in sort of the more conscious ways of leading and sort of bring sort of a higher level of looking at things into your work? Well, I realized for myself, Sam, that I thought that I was this incredibly conscious being. I thought I was just like <laughs> such an amazing conscious being, uh, right? Uh-huh. And so, and so this was the business thing was going to work for me. Uh-huh. And then once I had the business, I recognized that it was the greatest personal development tool <laughs> that I'd ever <laughs> stepped into. Right, right. And I learned all of the ways that I myself was unconscious Mm. and I began speaking about that more Ah, vulnerably okay so it was more about speaking about the unconscious the things that that I would become aware of and go oh my gosh that's fascinating how that behavior shows up and through that and speaking about that very vulnerably Ah. it brought consciousness into Ah, the business wonderful wonderful um, so, it, and that's amazing that like you had at least the authenticity to kind of talk about your own experience through what you were teaching. Cause you know, some people would be kind of a little shy or a little afraid of, uh, you know, really being that authentic and that vulnerable to people because it, it, it is a very, uh, tenuous position to put yourself in, isn't it? Yes, I didn't do it in the beginning. Yeah, I'm sure. I really, I didn't do it in the beginning. I, I, I thought in the beginning you're supposed to, who's going to hire you unless you've got everything together? And so the truth right. is that right. on the outside, everything looked pretty. Right. And in the inside, I was a hot mess. Mm. And it was, as I was doing my writing, I had someone mm. on my team that was, I think just, who just knew my soul just mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. could see my own divinity since that's right, part of our right, right. our quotes this today yes, and yes. she could see that right. and she encouraged me to share more openly and vulnerably what was really going on ah okay 
And you need a champion. You need right, someone right. to champion and be able to see that which to, to almost give you permission is what right, I would say. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's kind of like, yeah, we're all looking for someone to just give us that permission to like be ourselves and to be human and to allow us to really express what's going on because sometimes we feel like I really am not supposed to say that, am I? Right. And people would say, you know, be yourself. Well, who else do you think I'm being? Of course I'm being myself. (laughs) And yet there's so many layers to that. Right, right. Consciousness is not just what is it's it's, there's so many layers to being fully aware. What does that mean? We're fully aware right now in the moment. And yet there's more that could be noticed or could be expressed or could be experienced. Right, right. Yeah. Like they say, it's a never ending PhD. Yes, yes, life. Yes, life. Exactly. The great work. Um, So what did you do for your own development? Like what did you do to kind of uh, you know, as you started realizing there were all these unconscious things around you, in, within you, and about how you were approaching stuff, what did you do to shift and change? Well, I recognized when I was going into organizations that there were people who were angry about things that happened perhaps uh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, sometimes okay. even 30 years ago. Sure. You know, we don't have a conversation with him because this happened in 1979 and right. it's, it's sort of crazy making. And I recognized that there needed to be forgiveness work. And oh. yet, in order for me to do the forgiveness work with them, I had to do the forgiveness work yeah. with me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? right? So that was a big piece. And so today I sit on the board of Global Nonprofit run by Dr. Sean so Duperon, yes. Project, Project Forgive. Forgive. Yes, a yes. wonderful nonprofit. So yeah. that that is a piece where i um, doing forgiveness work. And then I recognized that in the tools in my toolbox, you know, what other tools did I, did I need? Uh, and when I would go into organizations and see situations, it would be, ah, look at that. How do we make the, mm. the unconscious conscious? And so I started to do family constellations in, in oh, you did. significant. Yes. Yeah, I didn't so know you were family. Many, many. Or, yes. Oh, wow. Many. Family constellations. So, wow. Yes. And, um, and then, of course, from the Evolutionary Business Council, I've, I've really utilized Gary Stewart, Stewart over the last absolutely. several years. Yeah. And, uh, and just other tools, you know, heart math tools, tools mm. that I got from, from law enforcement and began assembling this toolbox for myself mm. that I would then be able to go into organizations. But I recognized it had to start here first. Right, 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 right. Do you find that now you've been doing this uh, a good amount of time working with organizations? Mm-hmm. Do you find that organizations now are a little bit more open to that kind of a conversation than they used to be? I would say it depends on the leader. Ah, okay. depends on the leader. Depends on the leadership. Okay. So I'm really looking and more interested in working with leaders right. that have that degree for real transformation right. and are conscious and are interested in. How do we make this a better experience for all? And there are organizations that there'll be a leader who champions my work and says, absolutely, let's do this. I've brought in accepting the apology you may never receive in corporations. Uh Uh And I've had companies say, oh, no, we're not doing that. Oh, okay. So... Meaning another manager in the same organization where the one that I'm working right, with, the director right. that I'm working with is 
just uh, you know amazing and recommends it to another. Uh, and um, they say no. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Um, uh, what was I'm curious? You've written seven books. I didn't realize you wrote that many. What was your first book that you wrote? Designing Your Destiny. Oh, it was. <laughs> ah, okay. So, what um, kind of got you started on this the whole idea of designing a destiny? I actually was in an uh, organization. I doing my own personal work, and I right. uh, signed up for this program. And I was amazed at how many people that were in this organization where questions that I would ask, who are you, what do you Mm. want, and why does it matter? Mm. Just in conversation. Because I'm not interested in a conversation about like, well, what do you do for a living? You know, that's the typical question when you ask it. So I would ask questions like, who are you, what do you want, why does it matter? Mm. And you'd be amazed at how few people had any inkling or, or could even answer in the tiniest, idiest bit part of that like just would look at me as if there was something that I was asking that was the hardest uh, calculus question Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and I was fascinated by this and Mm -hmm. so I wasn't called to write I wasn't never uh, some people are have a book inside them they say and and it's burning inside them for me this was I saw this need I went oh my gosh you know so ultimately design your destiny was to answer those questions was to give Uh, people a workbook to be able to say who are you what do you want and why does it matter and I also learned that when I left law enforcement Mm -hmm. people thought I was crazy I mean I was Mm -hmm. on the fast track for I was getting promotion promoted and and I was doing well and people thought, this is nuts. Like, why would yeah. you do this? <laughs> to, you know, you go from, you know, six figures to no figures. Like, who, right. who, who does that? Like, why, why, would, you, why would you do that? And there was this reality that, gosh, you're, you, you create a life based on what it is that you really want. Yeah. Yeah. And you design a destiny and can have anything that you want, even if it sounds... I mean, I should have been a statistic if you look at my background, not a mm. success. Mm. No, I, and I look at even in, in law enforcement. Sam, my story in law enforcement, the guys didn't want to work with me, was that I went and signed myself up for a leadership program. Mm. I was going to make myself like I was going to, you know, figure out what this secret formula was for being a leader. (laughs) And I got back interpersonal skills assessment that gave me a zero. A zero? A zero. Wow. Oh, my God. So when you're told you're a zero, you can't. There's not a whole lot of people who can. It's funny. I can share it and I still get sick to my stomach every time I say it. And so... For, for me, that humbling experience to say, then how do I connect with others? How do I, mm. how do I get better? I mean, mm. how, do I, how do I make a difference? Well, if I can move from that zero mm-hmm. to doing the things that I've done, mm. anyone can design a destiny yeah. with anything yeah. that they want. Yeah. You used the word triumph earlier in the quotes. Yes. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Right, right. It's when when we learn how to how powerful we really are and say like well, this may be where I am now, but that does not mean I'm going to stay here, or that my past does not equal my future. And then we start moving towards what it is we yeah. really want, and then we realize, you know what, like you know, we can really do this. That's it. That's it. I got that zero, and I 
cried my way home. I mm. just bawled my eyes out. And I said, Lisa, you could be smart and tough. You could be strong and right, but you can be alone and dead if you don't mm. figure out how to deeply connect with people. Yeah. Deeply yeah. connect. Yeah. And I don't know that I would have asked myself that question if I wouldn't have gotten, right, the gotten zero. To zero right? right, exactly. And that, that's such a great lesson because sometimes the biggest disappointments in life, sometimes the biggest challenges we have in life, I mean, those are our greatest teachers. Those are the things that push us to grow. Because if we didn't have that big challenge, we wouldn't be questioning ourselves and we wouldn't be looking to change and grow. Right, exactly. I mean, I'd just be blindly happy yeah, at how yeah. much of a zero I was. <laughs> or, right. or, or, or clueless about the fact that we are right. a zero, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Exactly, exactly. Oh. No, I, I, I can so totally relate because before... I got into what I was doing now. I had, you know, a couple of different businesses in, in different industries. Um, and my last venture before taking over the radio station and the wellness center was in real estate. And, you know, I thought, oh, I can do this. This isn't that difficult. And I got involved in a big real estate development, not a big, but a, a, a good sized real estate project in Queens and sunk all my money into it. And boom, the bubble burst and I lost everything. Wow. And and <clears throat> and it was sort of in that process of like looking for anything to help and, and looking for anything that kind of put me back on my spiritual path and put me back on the path that led me to where I am today. And, you know, I'm, I do not wish on anyone to lose the amount of money that I lost in real estate, but I'm so grateful for it in a way because I would not be where I am today, which I really love my life today. Had I not gone through what I had gone through in real estate. Yeah. And that's the part that I really appreciate about you, Sam, that I deeply connected because you get that those times when it doesn't make sense. I mean, it, yeah. they are the most humbling experiences yeah. and the greatest teachers, the, yeah. the greatest teachers. I would not be in, have the trust that I have in God today if it wasn't for those yeah. experiences. Yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. because I don't really understand what trust is. Yeah, absolutely. And that is that that is the part where I love the word conscious. And I love that this is the yeah. conscious consultant hour <laughs> because it is being fully aware to all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You model that so well. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and uh, just uh, before we go to break, I just have to say one thing. And just all this whole conversation reminds me of a quote that one of my teachers once said to me in the last few years when I asked, I said, does life get better, uh, you know, from doing all this work? And he said to me, no, but you do. And I thought, oh, okay. You know, so that that kind of set me on. Okay, so it's time for us to take another break. when we come back, let's. Uh, you started to mention it a little bit. I want to talk about connection, the new currency, okay. and and how do you connect to people? And I'll explain why I really want to talk about that. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, I see you on the line, Neville. Thank you for tuning in, uh, Kim. Thank you, Suzanne. Oh, thank you for joining us on the Facebook Live. Uh, I love all you loyal listeners. Anybody else? Okay, so we. Uh, you, we'll take a, these, a quick break and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 
at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're talking all this hour with Lisa Marie Platsky, international bestseller, leadership consultant extraordinaire, and an amazing human being all around. Um, so before, you know, you mentioned how when you got that zero that you said to yourself, I, I got to learn how to connect with people. And you wrote a book called Connection, the New Currency. So how do we connect with people? The million dollar question, right? So connection is, it, it is something that involves two people. Yeah. And or more or or more. And most people use, exchange the word networking with connection. I'm going to go and network. So I'm going to be connected with these people, right. but networking—it's no. not the same. No, not and you—you you don't have to have permission to connect. Connection, a real deep connection. That's something that there has to be an invitation to be in. Ah, uh, yes. You're invited in for connection, mm-hmm. and and I may want to deeply connect with somebody, but they may not allow that to happen. Right. That's the exactly. reason why I say it takes minimum of two people because that invitation right right of it being there so how do we do it well i look at the blunders that people make first Ah, before looking at how it's done yes and some of the blunders that people make really are there there are four primary ones and one Mm -hmm. is not operating like a journalist not being willing to ask questions Mm. 
who, the what, the right, where, the right, when, the right, how, the right. why of someone else. Right, just being interested, truly interested with them. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, and not the questions that are the, what's your, right. what do you do for a living, or how long have you done that, mm-hmm. but deep questions. Mm. That that is what connection is because you're getting mm. into that soul piece of someone. Yeah, and the second the second blunder that people make, and you alluded to it, is you've got to be willing to be 51% more interested in others Mm -hmm. than being interesting to others. Yes, yes. And being interesting to others, most people will create all sorts of sayings, Mm -hmm. things to say to people Mm -hmm. about themselves, and they'll practice it. Mm -hmm. And that's the concern of being interesting. Mm -hmm. People want, everyone in the world wants to, you do, I do want to feel valued and appreciated and loved for who we are. Right, right. Yeah, just, just for who we are, not what we can do for yeah, someone. Not absolutely. What we can exchange, but yeah. So that that's you know that's an important that's an important piece. And the third one is uh, operating on on channel. What's in it for me? Which goes into mm. that. Which is you know, are you showing up? to truly be of service. When right. you're in connection, right. you're in service to the other person. Yes. You're you're listening. It's not just asking the questions to just ask them, right. but it's also to listen. Right. Right. Have you ever, you know, gone someplace and felt completely heard versus the experience of feeling completely not the person totally. was not listening? To- totally. You know, I've I've gone to like some of these networking groups and, and thankfully, like I, I see people are being a little bit more conscious with mm-hmm. networking in general than they used to be. But, you know, I've gone to these networking groups where someone is just going and like within two seconds, they put their business card in your hand and you don't even you're not even interested. You don't even want their service. You were just trying to talk with them and connect with them. And, and they were just so clueless. They were just, you know, it's almost like they're desperate and you could feel their desperation. And, and uh, you know, here in the city, I, I have uh, a good friend of mine who's been on the show, you know, in the years past, Cynthia Greenwald, who teaches all about, you know, sort of more conscious ways of connecting. And it's exactly kind of what you're saying, which is, uh, you know, learning to ask the questions that bring out more about the individual and, and, and where you can find some commonality with the person. You know, what, what do they do for hobbies and what, what, what is their avocation, not their vocation and, and things like that, that make a person more of a three dimensional human being, not just a, 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 a two dimensional cardboard cutout of, oh, that's a banker, that's a CPA, that's a lawyer. Absolutely. Absolutely. But first, I have to love people. Yeah. I have to actually right. love people and love and love them for the messiness as much as how mm. wonderful and beautiful they are. Yeah. And you yeah. may go and you want to connect with people and they may not be in that place in their life. Right. They just may not be capable of right. that, right. of the, the three-dimensional self because they're so used to putting on the two-dimensional mask right. when showing up someplace. Right. Right. And that's the reason why, you know, I look at the, the fourth blunder that people mm. will step into is is not being willing to do the work. And the work is an acronym. Mm. And that's writing down the intention of why you actually want to connect in the first place. Oh, Are you really clear? Do you right. do you know why you want to connect? I right, do. Right. 
Uh, openness. How open mm. are you willing to be? It doesn't mean you have to disclose everything about what's going right, on or if right. you're struggling, but it does mean that you have to have a degree of openness. Yeah. The R is remembering to be gracious and kind in every situation. Mm. It doesn't matter. Showing yeah, up as love absolutely. is hard. Hard when yeah. you're dealing with people who are also unconscious. Right, right. And then your knockout, that's the K, is knockout. Do you <laughs> Are you aware of what it is that you... What you stand for, that's your knockout. Ah, okay. And everybody has one. Yeah. For some people, it's their sense of humor. For some mm. people, it's their, their the brilliant, the way that they, words just flow off of their, mm. out of their mouth just so eloquently. For some people, it's just their, their, their beingness. Yeah. Everyone has something, the way they yeah. listen, the way they show up. And being aware of that. Yeah. What do you, you want to leave? What do you want to imprint people? Yeah. Years ago, I wanted people to n- remember how smart I was. But that was it. I, re- <laughs> I did. I, mean, I, I did, Sam. I mean, I did. Uh, I wanted the A, you yeah, know. And, yeah. so, <laughs> sure. and now, really, it, for me, it's, it's, it's showing up as love. It, it is, mm, it is in this situation. Right. If I could leave that with them, no matter what, it, that would be the the what I would want to, to knock everyone mm. out with, because that mm. for me is, is, um, it's, it's just, it's, it's equally challenging for me, right. To, to uh-huh. even be in that, even yeah. to be in that place. Sure. And I, I go back to something, there was a, something that Oprah said at the end of her show. Mm-hmm. She said that w- every guest asked her the same question after the show. Uh-huh. And it was, how did I do? Ah, uh. How was I? Yeah. And that need to be valued and appreciated, uh, mm-hmm. good enough, mm-hmm. loved. Yeah, we all have it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We all, all have it. Ooh, ooh, we have a nice big comment here on the Facebook Live. Let me see if I can read this. Kim says, I once had a lady follow me around a conference for three days trying to force a connection with me <laughs> with her eyes and the proximity she was to me in the room. It was so awkward and it did the complete opposite of what I imagined she was trying to generate between us. <laughs> yes, Kim, we can all relate to that. I think we've all had that experience. Being stalked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Network stalking. But see, I would, I would look at that as... How beautiful in some ways, yeah. Sam, that Kim was so attractive to this other person, right? right? right, right. So how fabulous is that? Yeah, how interesting. amazing, amazing. It, to me, the fascinating thing is, is sometimes you meet someone so casually and to you it's like no big deal and then you see them later on and they tell you how much of an impact that you had with them and like that never ceases to surprise me. Because like I've had people in the past where I, I just had a you know a short conversation with them and maybe I said something or encouraged them or whatever. And then years later I see them and they go, oh, you remember when we were at that place and we had that conversation? Oh my God, it meant so much to me. After that, I did this and I did that. And I'm like, really? I'm like I could barely remember what they're talking about. But it had so much just because I was being encouraging and just because I was giving them some support, it meant so much to the person and I had no clue like what an impact I was making. But that's your beingness, right? And that's the, that takes a certain level of consciousness to, 
care enough about someone else in just how you operate and how you show up. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's just my, my standard way of being. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's the part that is is forgotten that mm. there there has to be some intentionality to it some awareness yeah, yeah. to choosing that mm. yeah yeah again it's the, the deeper and deeper levels of consciousness that continuing to be more intentional with how we are being and mm-hmm. and, and consequently what we are doing with yes. how we're being I think that's the divinity you spoke about in the yes. quote earlier, right? Yes. Because that's the layers right. that we, we peel back to hopefully get to that purity mm-hmm. without all of the muck and yuck yes. that happens because of of hurt feelings or traumas or experiences that people have. Yeah. Yeah, um, or I shouldn't say people, I have. <laughs> <laughs> no people, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Believe it or not, time flies so much. It's our time for our last break. So when we come back, I actually want to uh, talk about um, uh, uh, Design Your Destiny Live, sort of the event, uh, how you develop, because I, just, I know so many people have been to it and just rave about the event. So I, But they never give me any details. So now it's my <laughs> opportunity to like get from you some details. So, uh, uh, so everybody, please stay tuned because you're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity with my dear, dear friend and guest, Lisa Marie Platsky. And we will be right back after this. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I hope you guys are having as much fun as I am. I'm like so thrilled to have Lisa Marie here in the studio with me. Um, so Lisa, I, I really have to ask you about Design Your Destiny Live, your event. It's it's a three-day event, is it? It is. Um, because I know some people have been to it and they just rave about it, but they never give me any of the juice about it. So how did this event come about and, and what happens in this event? 
Well, it came about because I'm crazy. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. Because I was not, did not step into it saying, I'm going to do this for 11 years. Wow. It was going to be a, a once and done. Oh. What okay. I realized was I had a lot of amazing connections. Mm-hmm. People who were just people that I just in, in absolutely in awe of, like mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share them with the amazing individuals that I had in my database. Right. And so I said, I'll do this event. This would be mm-hmm. great. I'll bring them together. I have seven pillars of leadership. Mm-hmm. I'll have my friends speak on these seven pillars of leadership and mm-hmm. away we'll go. Mm-hmm. And one year turned into two years. <laughs> and at the end of the second year, I stood on stage and I said, okay, this is it. I'm done. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. It's been great having people come <laughs> out. you know. And I had people in the audience yell out and say, we'll help you. Because it was just taking uh. this... I didn't sell any of my services. I didn't do, it was a give back. It was truly a love to be able to bring my corporate connections and my entrepreneurial connections together to be able to share business ideas Mm -hmm. and, and, and get business. And that's what I wanted. And what happened over time was that I, I have these seven pillars, Mm -hmm. seven pillars of leadership. I Mm -hmm. use them in companies Mm -hmm. and I would get many, I I didn't really do, I did one presentation. I had -hmm. other speakers come in and every year I would have the audience say, we want more of you. We want more of you. We want Uh, more of you. We want you to actually teach the material. That's your material. (laughs) (laughs) What a concept, Sam. Right. Right? Instead of having other people teach it for you. Right. And my girlfriend, one of my best friends said to me, this is the stupidest business I've ever heard. (laughs) You have these (laughs) companies who pay you all this money. Uh tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars to come in and do training on these seven pillars right. and then <laughs> you, you bring other you people you have in. other people <laughs> 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 so you know it just it's one of those things of being right. fully conscious or unconscious yes. Yes. so i that's so it's magical it's really a magical experience because it is a safe space for courageous, vulnerable leadership. Uh-huh. And I walk people through seven pillars. And the pillar of planning, the pillar of personality, mm. the pillar of partnerships, mm. how to deepen them and connect, mm. the pillar of priority, not priorities, and mm. understanding what is most important to you, ah. the most important to you, uh. The pillar of presence, meaningful and memorable, and how do you create that? Mm. The pillar of progress and profit, and mm. how do you have systems that support you? Mm. And the pillar of professional and personal development, which mm. we spoke about earlier. How do right. you continue to do your own work and grow? Right. And as we walk through that, there's laughter, and there's <laughs> also a lot of deep sharing for people to be both teacher and student in the room. Oh, wonderful. And, and how large has this event become? I mean, is it huge? Is it tiny? Is it intimate? Every year I, I choose a different number. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really interesting. You know, ah. it's been, been as small as 50. And it's been as large as 160 oh, throughout okay. the course of, the, of, of years. So, and, um, and, and this year we'll have... Um, between 80 and 100 people that will come. Okay. Not this year, um, uh, January of 2020. 2020. Right, right, because you got one coming up in right. a couple of months. Right, it's always January. And it's always January. And, and so, and I, 
seem to say, you know, this year, whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> yes, yes. Of course, for you, it's this right. sort of yes. cycle. Yes, the next one. Yeah, the next one. <laughs> Um, and so how can people find out more about it if they want to learn about the event? There is a website. Oh, uh, imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's designyourdestinylive.com. Designyourdestinylive.com. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, of course. Of course. And so um, and so now you do you still just work with organizations on leadership development? Do you work with individuals? I mean, what do you do outside of the event? No, the, the, uh, the event... Um, that's also was one of the funny things about the event was that I never shared any of my services. I never, (laughs) I never talked about what I did because it was all training. And now the majority of my business, about Mm -hmm. 80% is actually working with, uh, with one-on-one in a coaching relationship, coaching practice. practice. So that's, that's portion. I still have my, some of my corporate clients, which Mm -hmm. I love and Mm -hmm. the regulars that I go into. And then there's the opportunity to work one-on-one with mm. entrepreneurs and corporate. I have both. I have a mix. Ah, and they are together in, in coaching programs because oh, they provide okay. different skill sets. Um, the, the coaching clients that come from corporate have an amazing understanding of structures and processes, yes. right? Yes, because yes, they live and breathe it mm-hmm. every day. Yes, and entrepreneurs are phenomenal with their creativity and their right. innovation. Right. And so... Because they have to be to survive. Because they ha- exactly. <laughs> and when you're together in a, in a coaching program and you're mm. working on whatever it is that you're working on, whether it's your next opportunity, your next client, your next promotion, mm. um, your marketing, your writing, whatever, it, mm. it is those having the different personalities and the different behavioral styles mm. all together it, it makes it a very special mm. uh, special group of people to work right. with right i'm sure i'm sure and and so for people to find out about that kind of stuff where do they go uh that's uh, at upsidethinking.com upsidethinking.com okay u p s i d e upside no upside, upside. down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes cuz we want to be on the upside that's so. right just a couple of minutes left. I'm curious, you know, you've done so much, you've transformed, you've grown. What challenges are you these days? Oh, myself. I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I remember being on a business panel and they said, you know, what's the, what's the uh, thing that's you know, helped you the most in your business? You know, myself, what's the thing that's been the biggest challenge? You know, me. Yeah. It remains that. And so I, f- I will be walking along some along the journey in my business or you know just the long life in my relationship with my husband and I'm I'm walking along and all of a sudden you know I fall mm. you know as we as all do because we're human beings yes because we're human beings and I pick myself up and say okay so it's not about what's the lesson for me I mm. it, my question is what do I need to show up as love in this situation mm. and what do I need to do to show up as love in the situation for me, me. As well as for whatever else is going on, and so last year I had a, um, I had some some challenges in the business, just some hard uh, times with some um, business decisions that sure. I just thought things were not going my way. I was ready mm-hmm. to bail out and say, uh, "Okay, I'm done." And by asking that question and really listening to divine guidance, mm. Design Your Destiny Live this year was the most exquisite experience, uh. really trusting in God's 
mission and calling that where I was being called right. and and I had a hundred percent of of attendees that came that filled out the form the evaluation form say mm-hmm. exquisite wow. and I just humbling it's just humbling Sam mm-hmm. Yeah. It's humbling. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so what challenges me, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that I have a feeling will be a constant challenge for you, for us all, for the rest of our lives. I, I can, I can absolutely stay the same, state the same. Um, real quickly, just a couple of minutes before we go, what do you see in the future for Lisa Marie Platsky? What do I see in the future? For me, it's, it's about alignment and trust. Mm. alignment and trust and so when you ask about um the future i believe in having a plan and Mm. i believe in there not being a plan b and c and d like there's a plan a and there's a plan a only Mm. and when things don't operate according to plan a Mm -hmm. i trust that there's a reason okay beautiful beautiful (coughs) well lisa marie (coughs) coughs and all It has been such a thrill and such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Um, I I cannot thank you enough for taking the time out of your super busy schedule to come up and be here. Thank you. Thank you, Sam, for having me. I'm. It's it's been. It's been fun. Yes. (laughs) So everybody, make sure you go check out upsidethinking.com find out all about her as well as designyourdestinylive.com find out about her event um i have not been there yet myself i will make it there one day i'm making that commitment today i can't say when but i will make it there um just because everyone i know who's gone has like raved about it thank you it really sounds like a wonderful event and thank you and uh, thank you, my loyal listeners, and as well as guests and everyone else who's come in. Uh, thank you. Oh, Heather tuned in, too. Thank you, Heather. Um, and I want you all to stay tuned if you're listening on talkradio.nyc. And if you're not, listen to talkradio.nyc. Because coming up next on Ken Foster's show, The Voices of Courage, um, he interviews two amazing guests. Dr. Sue Mortar, who wrote the book The Energy Codes. And this guy called Sam Leibowitz. You might have heard of him a little bit. He goes by the term conscious consultant. Um, So he got both me and Sue on the show. So I want you to stay tuned for that as well. Some really great stuff uh, on that show. So thank you all. Thank you, Lisa Marie. And uh, and uh, it's been a wonderful, wonderful show. Share it with your friends. Don't keep us a secret. You know, uh, let other people know about us. And uh, we will talk to you all next week. Take care. Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.